Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. This is the Cashflow Hacking Podcast with Casey Stubbs, where you will learn the tips, tricks, and strategies to increase your cash flow. And now to your host, Casey Stubbs. This is Casey Stubbs with today's episode of Cashflow Hacking Podcast from Finance and Markets. And today our special guest is Ramon Gill from Trading with Venus. She is a full-time trader and she teaches other people how to trade. She's been trading on and off for seven years. She's had a lot of ups and downs and she's experienced everything there is to experience in trading. And we thought she'd be a perfect guest for today's show because she can show traders and non-traders, people that are looking for extra cash flow, uh, how to get started involved with trading. Uh, Ramon, thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Casey. Trading, it's a very crazy thing to take part in. It can be stressful, it can be challenging, it can be fun. Uh, what got you involved in trading in the first place? Actually, it's interesting. Uh, the reason I got involved in trading was because I wanted to generate extra cash flow. I used to have an IT consulting business and a friend of mine came and told me about trading Forex and how somebody could uh, help me. There was this company who used to uh, trade people's funds and they, they, she said, well, this is how you can generate 84% profits in a year. And I was like, astounded, 84% return on my investment. I thought that was crazy. Uh, so I started, um, so I gave them some money, but I also, it, it, I got intrigued enough to start delving into this trading um, a little bit more. And I started learning more about it because I wanted to see what could produce such great returns. Okay. And you started out trading, you, you were drawn by the extra money, 84% returns. That's really high. I hear people say that 10% is a good year. So when you started out, uh, did you end up achieving your goal and did you hit 84% uh, return when you started trading? It was interesting. It's like a normal entrepreneur's journey, right? So first we are driven by the easy money. So 84% was awesome. My husband said, don't do it. But, you know, 84% was a great return. Um, I, I, I didn't. So it looked, start, it looked great. So I put like $5,000 in and then I saw the statements and every month I would be getting this return. So I put another 5000 So I put $10,000 in this investment. And then the company got audited by SEC because they weren't doing it completely the right way. They were not following all the rules and they went under and so did my investment. So I lost the principal and the returns that I was promised but it got me started on a journey um, of trading. So that was where I've kind of made back the money. <laughs> okay. So then this, you were not trading yourself. This was a, a fund that was doing the trading for you and it ended up going under. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, if that's your first experience in trading, didn't that really wreck you in the mind? Like you just lost $10,000. Like how did you recover from that? Um, actually, um, I started learning about trading because if, 
the investment felt too good to be true. True, I needed to know exactly what they were doing, so I didn't want to just give the money. So I, I kind of tested the waters with the Python. So it went on for months. And in doing that time period, I started looking at learning how to trade. It's like somebody comes to you with a real estate investment and they say, you can flip this house and make lots of money. But I wanted to go learn. I didn't want to just be a joint venture partner. I wanted to go learn how to do this on my own. So I really understood the business. And that's what got me started. So I was seeing the returns on my statement, which I never took out. It was just ongoing returns on paper. Uh, but it got me intrigued enough to get, get started. So I started taking courses. I opened a demo account. I started trading on the side while I was running my IT consulting business. So, so it, was a, it was a bit of a journey to get there before I lost the money. Right. And the fact that you were learning and educating yourself on the side, that really does show that you have that entrepreneur spirit because in my experience, that's how entrepreneurs operate. They research things. They don't just take what people say, you know, you hear traders, they'll say, okay, you're going to make this money. You make that money, but really you should do your own research. You should do your due diligence. You shouldn't just take people's word for whatever they say, but you need to find out the truth for yourself. Um, yeah, I would say I was born an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm a, I, like I said, I had an IT consulting business. Now I'm a trader. I did work for other people in the middle and in the beginning, but it was, a, I don't think I'm a good employee. <laughs> I think I'm a better trader uh, than I'm an employee, even though I've had some great, like the journey has been great, even as an employee. But I, I appreciate the entrepreneurs and the amount of work that it takes to become a successful entrepreneur. Okay, so I want to go back now again to losing that $10,000. Like, how did that feel losing the, that, that money? Because that, that's a lot of money, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> it, it really does. Um, it, it, was, um, it was hard. I didn't want to tell my husband that I had lost the money because he told me not to put the money in. Um, so I didn't tell him till much later. Um, but it, uh, at first I was down in the dumps about it. And then slowly, um, I thought to myself, well, good thing, at least I've been learning about it. So now I can go create that money for myself again. Uh, so I kind of went, I, I focused after I got out of the whole negativity and started focusing on rebuilding from there, but doing it myself as opposed to just, uh, just trying to make it the easy way. Okay, so I asked this question. You didn't tell your husband, but when you finally told him, how did he respond? <laughs> well, he said, I told you so. <laughs> uh, but then he also knows that I am uh, very um, strong-headed in, uh, uh, in, in my commitment, in the sense that I, I really persevere. Um, I find that the short-term thinking has never really worked for me. It's always been the long-term game that has really worked. So if I look at any of the things that I have accomplished in my life, like uh, starting from coming to Canada as an immigrant where I didn't have anything to, you know, being, being in the place that I am, it's always been the long-term game. The short-term hasn't worked. So, uh, so he knew that I can persevere and I can rebuild it back. And of course, uh, I mean, I told him over a glass of wine, so the, that didn't, <laughs> you know, that helped. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you, were, you also mentioned something that I didn't know about you that I want to ask. You said you were an immigrant from Canada. Um, when did you move to Canada and where did you come from? 
Uh, so I grew up in India. I moved to Canada 20 years ago. Um, and um, I remember the time when, uh, so I came with my, my, my family, my parents sponsored us. My dad was an engineer. Um, he worked on cargo ships. So he's, he's traveled the world and he thought it would be better for us to be in a different part of the world, US or Canada. And Canada won just because we had some relatives here and we thought it'd be, he thought it would be easier. I of course didn't want to move because I, I had all my friends there. Everybody that I knew was there. Everything that I knew was there. So it was a bit of a hard transition, um, but it was, um, it's kind of worked out really well. So I'm glad <laughs> they decided to take the step. Yeah, it can be very challenging, but I think it's pretty cool that someone's willing to leave everything behind. It's kind of like a long-term play, right? You're you're moving ahead and you're leaving everything behind for a better future. That takes a lot of uh, courage to make a move like that. It does, yeah. Okay, well, again, now we're going to go all the way back again to when you lost that $10,000. Um, how was it when you started to actually trade for yourself after that for the first time? Uh, when I first started trading, I started small. I started first with the demo trading so I could practice my trading. And then I started with a small account. I started with like $200 as practice money. This is a throwaway money. I'm just, just participating in the market so I can learn the market. And then I, I once I saw that I could build some consistency in my trading, I moved it up to um, $2,000, I think it was. And then I sort of grew my account from there. So I slowly up leveled myself as I went, as opposed to jumping all in like I did last time around. And you were learning and researching on your own uh, on, on how to trade. Was there something specific in your education that really stood out to you where you discovered a method that really works well in the markets? Um, in my, uh, in my trading education, you mean? <laughs> yeah. As, as you were learning how to trade on your own. Yes. Um, so I, I tried many different ways. Um, and I think with trading, just like anything else, just like being an entrepreneur, um, you have to find something that works for you. So I tried different strategies and again, I tried taking the easy way out where I thought, okay, I'll have a holy grail system that will work, just make me money. But all systems have their, their ups and downs. Um, so I have what I have come to in the end is just price action trading. I, I stripped my, all the indicators, everything else. Uh, I just like to look at price. I, I spend a lot of time uh, or ha have spent a lot of time in front of screens. So I just study price action. And, um, and then, of course, I have an MBA. So the economic side fundamentals doesn't hurt. That supports it as well. What would you say to someone who is – in your, let's say when you were first trying, you, you first found out about the trading, you first found out about 85% returns. If someone listening to this show or watching this show today found out that there was a possibility for them to make money in trading, what would your advice be to them? I would say it is possible. So right now I'm sitting at about 80% return for the year. So it is possible. And I'm posting my statements um, on the YouTube channel. Uh, and so somebody wants to follow the journey, they can. So it is possible. However, it takes, it takes a lot of work. Uh, so be prepared to, um, if you want insane results, you have to be willing to put insane amount of study and uh, like an ongoing practice into it as well. Uh, it takes time and effort and time being the component that a lot of times that we try to rush 
And that's where I think if you just start thinking longer term and wait for those returns to come to us, uh, I think that's where a lot of people make the mistake thinking that we can get those returns today. They're possible, but it takes some time. So you think that a great trading mindset, probably in life in general, is to really not look for short-term gains, but to go for long-term success. Uh, that's correct. So any anything from like my education, when I first started, um, I took a diploma, I started working, I, I made the returns from that, uh, the money that I saved, then I went and did my bachelor's then came and worked some more, then went and did my MBA. So it's, it's a long game. So you, have, you need to have a plan as to what you're going to do to build wealth or with anything. And then just take the small step, make the profits, then go again and again. So this is, this is a sort of a rinse and repeat type of practice. I, I agree with your comment on uh, long-term. However, I do also really enjoy short-term gains as well. So I kind of think that... It, I like to say, okay, well, how can I maximize this thing and get as much out of it as I can with still keeping a long-term mindset? Not like, okay, it didn't work, I'm going to quit, but really applying methods. That's why, you know, I named this show after the term growth hacking, which is, which is really popular right now. It's um, techniques and strategies to rapidly increase your growth as fast as possible. Is it possible to do that in trading? And I'm not trying to like get people to, to have these crazy ideas um, and do stupid stuff. Um, But is it possible to, to apply those techniques for trading growth? Hello, this is Casey. And I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called complete trading system. This is my 25 years of trading experience, sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset, and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it. that you bring that up because that's exactly what I'm trying to do at the moment the blueprint that I'm developing for traders to become successful quickly and a lot of it so I'm uh, I am growth hacking as well but from a trading perspective so uh, so like I said the returns are possible Uh, but what you have to do is you have to condense the amount of learning into a shorter period of time and you have to get the repetition in right so a person can take 20 years to become successful but if you crunch that in a squeeze that in a shorter period of time um, it is possible like you could do that in a much smaller shorter period of time uh, for for sure so I'm I'm with you on that I'm trying to growth hack uh, or trying to teach the blueprint to other traders on how to do that so what was the toughest challenge that you've come across so far in your trading career the mindset 
mindset is the hardest one. Um, it's uh, when you are on a winning spree, which you tend to get on uh, for periods of time, you, you become euphoric. Everything is great. You feel invincible. It's like you can't lose. And you're making those big, uh, big paychecks every day. So I, I'm a day trader. And that's another way to hack it. You're instead of doing long term, you go short term. And um, but the problem, <laughs> uh, so you can, um, you can condense it all. Um, and sorry, I totally lost track of what I was going through this. Well, you were saying that um, the, the, your biggest challenge was trading mindset. About trading mindset. This is, so this is the psychology stuff. And I'm, I'm looking at like athletes and bringing their stuff in here as well. So with traders, a lot of times fear and greed are the two factors that play a big role in our mindset. And that's, that's the same thing with the, uh, uh, with any kind of returns that we're looking for in any industry, we get, when we are doing really well, we get very euphoric and we skew it one way. When we are not getting the returns, we're putting the effort in, but we're not getting the returns and we get really down in the dumps about it. What we don't realize is during those hard times when we are just working, 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 not seeing the returns, it's building. It's like the, the seed that germinating, it's growing inside, but we can't see anything because it has to come out of the, the, the its shell before it can become a tree and a plant. Um, and we forget about that. So we have to just keep that in mind when the times are good and the tree is giving the fruit, take the fruit and save some for the future because there will be tough times, there will be winter. And we need to be aware of that. So we go through these cycles in every industry, in every type of investment where there are great times and there are times that are not great. So take the fruit when everything is going, but don't get too euphoric about it. Save some for hard times and know that hard times are coming, and but you have prepared for it. So that's the strategy that I have. I think that's a really good analogy. Uh, don't eat all of your fruit at one time just because it's blooming like crazy. That's a really good analogy. Um, how have you personally been able to get over um, a bad spell uh, mentally? Like, is there any time that you were just really down and you really had a struggle getting over it? I have had a lot of those times in all different walks of my life. Pretty much everything that I have done has um, has been through a cycle, like a cyclic thing, right? So you you start off with tough times and then you do well and then you kind of go through that cycle again. So my strategy is, and um, I'm becoming better at coming out of those time periods. And that's what I'm trying to teach as well, uh, people how to do that. So my biggest thing is, um, first, having a plan, right? So knowing upfront that there will be tough times. So that's just acknowledging it and being aware of it is, is one thing. Secondly, this too shall pass. That's a quote that I always keep in mind. This too shall pass, just like uh -huh. the good times and bad times will as well. And third is having a strategy to go about getting out of those tough times. So we know they're coming. So what can we do about it? One, um, have a buddy system or some sort of an accountability partner that you can go to that you can be completely um, completely be honest about what's going on with you, right? A lot of times we, we project things. We have this persona that we create for others because we all want to look good. But then when things are not going so well, um, you can't go announce it to the world all the time, but you still need to take care of yourself. So one, have a partner. That's one thing that you can be completely honest with that you have shared your plan with. And, um, and that person will then talk to you, just kind of getting that coaching and saying, okay, you know what, what do you need to do? 
Um, not not somebody beating on, up on you, but saying, because we do that to ourselves, right? Something goes wrong, we beat ourselves up. That's the first thing that happens to me. So I go to somebody and say, you know what, this is what happened. And the questions that, some of the questions that person will ask is, what are you gonna do about it now, right? And then have a plan to get out of it. Um, I find things like meditation and stuff like that, that's, um, that don't, uh, nobody wants to do, but those are some of the things that are good important to do and that that doesn't have to be sitting there meditating it could be playing a sport going for a walk or something like that things that you do that are outside of your grind that fill your cup up so that you have the capacity to be able to go at it again when everything's kind of falling apart so you can be grateful for something that is going well in your life i think that's really good uh sound advice for people is to have someone to talk to. Uh, it's hard to find someone that you can really be open with and to share the difficult times because it's really hard to share those things anyways, um, especially if you mess up. Like you said, you're beating yourself up, but you're also afraid to tell someone about it because it hurts and you don't want to be exposed. And so finding that person is a really big deal. I think that's really good uh, advice. Yeah, it is important, um, I find, to do that, just having somebody in your corner. Um, spouses are kind of nice to, you know, they play an important role in that. And, and But then you have to coach them uh, because my husband, he just wants to jump to the rescue. He wants to just tell me what to do. Uh, that's not the point of it. I know what to do. It's just that or at the moment, I just need that little pick me up. So uh, kind of having a maybe some friends that are you you can have that heart to heart with or a spouse or somebody like that or you know what just just going out for a walk and and, and just talking to yourself i find somebody sometimes well, then everyone thinks you're crazy and the you know if you're out on the sidewalk they're like look That's at that crazy have. woman <laughs> that's why you take one of these right you have your headset <laughs> so they think you're talking on the phone when you're not yeah. you're just talking to yourself there you go. No, I, I think that's, I mean, that's actually not crazy. I think people do need to talk to themselves. So I, I've been following your YouTube channel for many years, as a matter of fact, and I noticed that you're doing this thing now called the Turning Pro Challenge. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so the Turning Pro Challenge came out of two different things. One was one of the questions that I get asked all the time is how I want to quit my day job because either the nine to five is not for me or I'm bored of this. I, I want to do something different, but I still want to earn the income from it, but have a better lifestyle. So I trade for less or I work for less amount of time and have more free time. Um, so that was the one thing. So, however, a lot of times in my industry, in the trading world, we are given strategies and technical strategies that you can implement, but that's just one way of doing it. So for example, let's say as an entrepreneur, you want to sell something on Amazon. So you know how to do that, but what happens when nobody's buying? What do you do? How do you psych yourself up to keep on going? Or when you know your product has to be returned, you're getting all these refunds because it sucks. What do you do? Because it got made in China and you didn't couldn't really do quality control. So there are these, these issues that we come up with. Um, so, th so those are the combination of the two things. One, how do you then become, so the technical strategy is not enough during those times. So you need to have something else to fall back on what else needs to be in place in order to make that transition. So that's what I'm trying to teach people. If you want to become a successful full-time trader, how do you do that? How do you make that journey? Um, and how do you make that transition so that you can do that? 
And another thing was everybody kept asking, why didn't you post some real results on uh, online? Um, and not very many people do that um, in the trading world. They will talk about a system and everything else. And a lot of times you look at their results. They take a copy of that one account. You don't even know whether that's a real account or demo account. And, um, and they will post those results like two days of trading. Well, anybody can win in two days. But if you're going to make a career out of it, how do you win in the long term and still keep producing the results? So those are the two things people asking, well, show us some real results. If you're going to talk the talk, let's see you walk the walk. So I thought, okay, most people don't have a large account to start with. So I decided to start with a small account, $3,500. So I thought that's a reasonable size account that anybody can come up with, uh, $3,500, not a large account. And now we'll grow it over time and then turn it into an account that you can actually make a uh, full-time income from. So that's the... That's the journey that I am on with that. And I created some resources for other people that go beyond just the strategy so they can follow the journey along with me. And I post results every week. I think that's really helpful for traders because you're not just giving them one component. You're actually showing them right in front of them the entire process to go from a beginner to professional, and you're including every single element. I think that's really valuable. I wanted to ask one question, though. When you began to actually post live results and to show it to people, did you have any um, – like resistance inside of you of doing that, like any fear or any, because not a lot of people don't do it. A lot of people because they're not successful, but even successful people don't do it because they're afraid. And so uh, it, did you have any issues with that? Um, I did, and I still do, to tell you the truth. I, uh, it is hard because you are opening yourself, you're being so vulnerable. And, um, and a lot of times, you know, even when you're trying to do the right thing, there are people who are just, haters you know and they will just hate on you no matter what you do you give everything and yet they'll hate on you they'll find something something to hate on um so it is hard and also it messes up your game right when somebody's looking up um um looking at your screen over your shoulder it, it throws you off your game it's like um, all of a sudden, instead of practicing in your backyard, now you're going and playing in the tournament. And so, are, are you know, scouts, when somebody's scouting you, you're now you're, you have an audience and you have, to, you, you have to do it right all the time. And we're not perfect. So the mistakes get exaggerated. And I did that. I, I was having a great run. And then I made one mistake. And I'm like, oh, my God, now everybody's going to judge me for doing this stupid thing because I, I know better. I shouldn't do it. And yet I did. And in trying to fix that mistake, I made more and more and more. So you can go down this downward spiral all because you're so afraid of being judged. And really, if it were under any normal circumstances, I would have said, you know what, I'll just take this and I'll walk away and we'll come back another day. But when, when you're up there, you know, everybody's looking at you, watching you, it, it is hard. Uh, but I think it's very rewarding um, in the end because if you are going to, it, it, it pushes you to the next level. And now, so I know, okay, I don't want to make that mistake. And yet I will make that mistake again, but now I know how to shift. So you start making these, it's accountability at its best. So you start making these small shifts that are minuscule while you're doing it. But I think when you compound it over the, over the course of a year, two years, five years, it will change the game. Um, so that's where you have to be just mentally tough and then psych yourself up, but keep on doing it. Yeah, I, I really think that it is difficult because you, you talk about turning pro. Well, 
in this sense, you really are like a professional trader because you've got all eyes on you, just like in a, as an athlete. So that really is takes it up a whole nother level. And I actually saw the uh, the YouTube video where you told everyone how you made all these mistakes and you said I screwed up and and uh, I was I was very uh, impressed that you had the courage to address your mistakes like that in front of everybody. I really got to commend you on that. That was just a great job. I mean, it was hard, but not too many people would do that. So I have to commend you on that. Great job. Thank you. Um, and I think same thing applies to any investment as well. The first time I made an investment in myself, so I decided to take a course, uh, IT diploma. It was $12,000 and I was working as a waitress. Right. And everybody, everybody in my friend circle said that was the stupidest thing, thing to do. I did not have the $12,000. I was new to Canada. I didn't have any, I didn't even have a credit card that I could, you know, if I ran out of money that I could get a loan from. So I had to go apply for a loan. I had to take a huge leap of faith. So anytime we make a new, new investment, we have to make this leap of faith where everybody around us tells us it's gonna, how it's going to fail, how they have seen someone else do the same thing, and they failed. So I did that with education. When I started doing real estate uh, investments, I had the same thing. When I started doing trading, it was the same thing. When I started my IT business, that was the same thing. But I think at some point you have to say, let's just do it. Let's see how it goes. And if, you know, it fails, then, oh, well, you've learned a lesson. Yeah, it's, it's, it gives other people courage, too, and helps them do the right thing and uh, shows people that real professional traders make mistakes. I think it's, it was a really good thing. So we're coming towards an end. Thanks for your time. Can you tell everybody what would be the best way to learn about what you're doing and how to get in touch with you and just all of your contact information? Uh, for sure. You can reach me. My website is tradingwithvenus.com. So that's, uh, that's uh, the website. And then um, I have a YouTube channel. So if you want to watch me uh, with the Turning Pro Challenge and see how the journey goes, um, you can go to uh, Trading with Venus. That is the name of the uh, my YouTube channel as well. And then I have a podcast about trading uh, and I'm doing a lot of performance growth hacking, essentially a lot of performance type stuff on that, which is a little bit more general as well, not just for trading. So that's called trading with Venus podcast. So those are the best ways to get a hold of me. Excellent. And we'll put all of those resources in the notes and we'll um, put that below in the episode. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, thank you, Casey, for having me. It's been wonderful chatting with you. Thank you for listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. If you want to get the show notes, just visit our podcast page at financeandmarkets.com. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.